Hey everybody, welcome to Come Follow Me Daily Dose. I'm Lindsay Hansen, and today is September 27th. Today we're going to continue in this week's Come Follow Me blog in Doctrine and Covenants section 109, this incredible dedicatory prayer that Joseph Smith gave on the Kirtland Temple. Of this prayer, Mary Elizabeth Rollins said, Such a prayer I never have heard before or since. I felt he was talking to the Lord, and the power rested upon us all. If that name Mary Elizabeth Rollins sounds familiar to you, she was one of the two girls that gathered the Book of Commandments as it was being thrown out the windows of the printing press. She gathered them up and then ran into the cornfields with her sister and hid there for the remainder of the day until she felt it was safe to come out again. And I absolutely love her description of this dedicatory prayer. What it must have been like being there. Listen to how she describes it. Such a prayer I have never heard before or since. I felt he was talking to the Lord and the power rested upon us all. What an incredible thing to have been at the Kirtland Temple dedication. So as I've been studying Doctrine and Covenants section 109, I realized there is just no humanly possible way unless I wanted to make a three-hour podcast to study this section the way I'd like to, to study it verse by verse, to really just break down all the incredible things in here. So I'm going to hit on kind of my high points in this section, but please understand, I realize that I am skipping over lots of great stuff. I realize I'm probably skipping over some of your favorite things, and I apologize, but it's just great incentive to dive into it on your own this week as well and just really go deep in our scripture study. So one thing that really stood out to me that I really loved was verse seven. Now, this is a verse that I've heard multiple times throughout my life, but it really hit differently today as I read it. And as I started to think of it applied to a different scenario in life. Now, verse seven says, and as all have not faith, seek ye diligently and teach one another words of wisdom. Yea, seek ye out of the best books, words of wisdom. Seek learning, even by study and also by faith. Now, this was a great suggestion or commandment that the prophet was giving to the people at this time. But as I was reading this, I thought, okay, what's he really saying here? He's saying not everyone has faith. Not everyone has equal faith. Maybe some people have strained faith. And then he gives a solution to that problem. This really stood out to me today as I was reading because we live in a time where lots of people, I think honestly due to (laughs) ease of information and misinformation, I think that a lot of people are struggling a little bit in their faith. They have questions and they let those questions fester and turn into doubts. And I love this beautiful pattern that's taught here for those who don't have faith, for those who struggle in faith, for those who are seeking more faith. The pattern that's given in this scripture is amazing. So, and as all have not faith, what are we going to do? First, We're going to seek diligently. We are going to be diligent seekers. And in our efforts, we are going to continuously work for answers and work for faith. And then it also says, don't just seek, but we teach as well. So for those of us in the church, we gain all the information we can. We gain all the wisdom and all the knowledge that we can. And then we seek to teach one another, to teach those who might need faith, who might need a boost. But then this really important point 
is made. It says, seek ye out of the best books, words of wisdom. Now, that word best kind of triggered in my mind a memory of the talk Good, Better, Best by Elder Oaks. Remember that talk? He says there are good things and there are better things, but we should constantly be seeking the best things. Now, when it comes to information, especially information about the church, honestly, there are books and internet pages and sources that are absolute garbage. Okay, they're not good, they're not better, and they're not best. They're awful. And we shouldn't seek those. But there are good sources for information. There are better sources for information. But here it's telling us that we need to seek the best information. That we need to seek the best books. Now, my friends, what are the best books when we are trying to gain faith? There are good ones written by excellent authors in the church. But honestly, when it comes down to it, if we're to seek learning from the best books, then our primary source should always be the scriptures, and especially to the Book of Mormon. But even in the best books, the Lord asks us to bring something else to the table. Yes, we should seek knowledge from the best sources. So we should also learn by studying the best books, but also we should be learning by faith. Now, if someone is struggling with faith, that might be difficult to do. But my friends, the Lord is asking us here to seek out the best books, to seek knowledge from the best sources, but also come from a place of faith as we study. We shouldn't be studying to disprove our faith, but we should be studying to confirm our faith. And we should approach study from a place of faith. We need both in order for our study and our learning to be complete. If we are only seeking out of good books, or if we're only seeking out of even not so good books, and we're not using faith to approach that study, then we are doing it incorrectly. Elder Uchtdorf once said, In our learning, let us not neglect the fountain of revelation. The scriptures and the words of modern-day apostles and the prophets are the source of wisdom, divine knowledge, and personal revelation to help us find answers to all the challenges in life. Let us learn of Christ. Let us seek out that knowledge which leads to peace, truth, and the sublime mysteries of God. So in all our learning, we must be seeking revelation, knowledge from God, and that comes from a place of faith. Now, please understand me. I'm not saying that you should not seek out answers to your questions. We should. Questions are a good thing because if we approach them in faith, then they will lead to more faith, more knowledge, more truth, more light. The gospel of Jesus Christ is absolutely true, and that means that it can stand up to our questions as long as we approach those questions correctly. Richard Hinckley, Gordon B. Hinckley's son, once said, Some of you struggle with certain doctrines or practices of the church, past or present. They just don't seem to fit for you. I say, so what? That's okay, you're still young. Be patient, but be persistent. Keep studying them, thinking about them, and praying about them. Everyone has questions, but don't throw away the jewels you do have in the meantime. Hold them and build on them. Have you ever watched a stonemason building a rock wall? He will sometimes pick up a rock that just does not seem to fit anywhere in the niches of the wall. But does he abandon the wall and walk away? 
No, he simply sets the rock aside and keeps building until a niche appears where it fits, and then proceeds until the wall is finished. So perhaps, we should temporarily set aside questions that we continue to struggle with, and that we cannot quite seem to answer today, having faith that sometime in the future, a niche will appear in the rock wall of our testimony, where they fit perfectly. Don't abandon the rock wall of your testimony, because one or two rocks don't seem to fit. My friends, it is my testimony that as we approach questions with faith and with a desire to learn from the best books, that we can be strengthened, our faith can grow, and that where we used to have questions, we will obtain with time the answers that we need. Thank you so much for listening today. If you're enjoying this podcast, make sure to follow us on social media, subscribe, like, comment, or share. This has been Come Follow Me, Daily Dose, and I'm Lindsay Hansen.